Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Friday. Uh, I haven't really been able to do a whole lot of this this week. It's been very busy. It's been hot here in Northern California. Uh, It's been like 85 degrees all week. So, uh, you know, that coupled with uh, springtime blossoms, pollen, gusts of wind, uh, I've been fighting. Uh, not a lot of uh, pools starting to turn on me, but enough where it, it's it been pretty tough. And then uh, not only that, but, you know, with warm weather comes customer service, comes people looking at their pool, thinking about, you know, getting ready for the season. And, uh, and it is late March, so it's kind of that perfect storm of the kickoff of what I consider the busy season. It's a little earlier than I was anticipating, but at the end of the day, uh, it's good. It's, it's kind of, uh, honestly, it's kind of getting me back out, um, out of the sort of systems and, uh, business management and figuring out, uh, I guess, yeah, systemization mode that I've been in all winter and uh, kind of kicked me in the butt and got me back out there actually fixing up our, our pools and taking care of our customers, which has been good. Um, it's been good to, to kind of get back on the, on the horse there and not just so focus on my, my kind of 10,000 foot up view of, of the company. Um, because at the end of the day, we're not, I'm not there yet where that, that needs to be uh, where I spend all of my time. Uh, you know, this winter, it was a mad dash to get all of our, uh, kind of, uh, it it was a mad dash to get all of our systems for the year ready, get my team built out, get our recruiting stuff dialed in, get our, uh, acquisition stuff dialed in, like, uh, marketing, uh, for customer acquisition from a marketing side dialed in. Um, and, you know, we did all of that and that was great. Uh, we got a location. So we're, we're set up. We're ready for the, for the season to start and it's starting. So, uh, I'm happy to be back at it. Um, now one of the things I will say, uh, Oh, one moment here. Got some crazy driving. Uh, one of the things I, I will say, uh, that I was kind of hoping for more of was more leads. Um, I have not had a slowdown of leads, but I have had a tremendous slowdown of qualified leads. And I have just been sifting through some junk leads that I even tried for one to really make it work. Uh, It was kind of in our area, but I was a little bit of a stretch. And, but when I got there, I mean, the pump wasn't working. The pool had been painted and you could see where it had been painted over. It had been painted because they needed new plaster. And so they just painted over it thinking that that's going to solve their problems. The main drain had been plugged instead of fixed. Uh, so there was a lot of like, um, you know, just stuff where I knew that this would be a bad pool that I more or less just had to say no thanks to. But that's, those are the kind of leads I'm getting right now. It's just out of our area not not really conducive to um, what we're trying to accomplish this year, uh, but I was gonna try to make it work, but man, it just seems like the it just seems like the leads are are the qualified leads are really few and far between right now, which I'm kind of surprised at because I mean now granted, I did have a couple of slip ups. There was one potentially qualified lead, I don't know. Um, it, awesome spot right in our area of operation. Uh, but I, I had a customer call in 
um, and I had to do something and I said I'd, I would give them a call back and then when I was going to give them a call back I had to interview uh, a candidate for um, a pool tech position uh, and I did the interview and then sure enough I lost the lead so you know that happens that is one of the things that I think I need to um, just be careful about my time management uh, but man yesterday my phone was just ringing off the hook like I could not get more than about five minutes on any task before I got a phone call or a text message or an email that I had to look at. So uh, it's getting busy and um, you know, that's good. It's good. Everything's good. It's good. It's a good problem to have. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, obviously it would be nice if, um, you know, it was busy with more acquisition, but um, honestly, I I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. It kind of, it's kind of hard to explain because I hired my, you know, I, we've built out our team and to the point where I'm more or less out of the day-to-day route work and I'm doing much more of just the quality checks and everything else um, that keeps this place running. Uh, you know, I've kind of felt like, especially in this last month, a little disconnected with my pools and our customers and all that. And, you know, going from uh, you know, going from that mode, the sort of 10,000 feet up, you know, looking down at the business mode and, and trying to, to just make everything ready for the, this time of year, uh, and getting disconnected with the actual core of what I do, which is service pools on a regular basis and fix up pools and fix little things that are break that break here and there. And, you know, talk to customers and build those personal relationships and, um, now, of course, at you know, as I scale, those those personal relationships will have to morph into a more uh, kind of professional level, and then eventually we'll have um, you know customer service people. But we're not there yet, and I'm not I'm not planning on putting the cart before the horse. You know, the reason why I, I built my team out um, to get me out of the route work this early was to buy me some time to build up the systems. Well, I have the systems now, so now I can get back into the field, decrease our labor costs a little bit, but more importantly, keep my skills sharp because that's the last thing I want to do is have skill, my skills atrophy. Um, because you know, I'm two years into this. I'm, it's not like I'm some expert on everything. I still have a lot to learn. Um, but you know, so, so that's kind of where we're at right now is it's getting busier and busier. It's getting harder for me to find time to do, uh, this podcast. So, you know, the episodes might be a little bit more sporadic from here on. Uh, but I do have a couple of interesting updates. Um, number one, we, uh, I, you know, I, we are going to be raising our rates um, for a portion of our business. Not everybody. Uh, you know, I, I'm a little hesitant to just raise rates across the board as much as I would really like that and that would be a big help. I have to be cognizant. Some areas of our uh, routes are far more dense and thereby they are far more valuable. I have some areas where some of my techs can get through six pools in an hour. Um, <clears throat> you know, we don't have to charge as much for those pools and it's a competitive advantage to keep the price as stable as possible for as long as possible in these uncertain times and not just do what everybody's doing and raising the rates. I mean, if we're pulling a profit and it's as good of a profit as last year or maybe just slightly less, that's okay because if it means we grow when we we capitalize on more market share um, and we're a, or we're at least able to continue to capitalize on more market share without losing anybody, that to me is a far more valuable uh, win than 
raising my rates by another five to 10 bucks, which is pretty much all I could get away with in some of these areas. So, but we will be raising rates um, to some of our, uh, some, some parts of our book of business that like, I don't think I've ever raised their rates and they've been with us for like a year and a half. And uh, that, that, you know, we have a couple of chem only's that are not even paying us 60 bucks a month. And that's from like when I first got started, right? So those people, we're gonna need to do some pretty uh, severe uh, price raises because it's just not feasible anymore. Um, moving forward, uh, all pricing for 2022, new customers moving forward, we don't enter our backyard if we're not getting paid hundred dollars a month. Um, there's, it's just not, it does not pencil out. And frankly, that might not even be enough. Um, you know, so it's a, it's a pretty challenging, uh, problem to have, but I did decide we did make the final decision. Yes, we will move, be moving forward with a price raise. The price raise will go into effect in May cause we're so late to the game. I wish I had done it earlier, but it is what it is. We have to move. Uh, we have to be making money on every pool. Otherwise, why the hell am I doing this? Right? So we will be raising our rates. Um, that's, that's item number one. One of the other things that I've decided that I'm no longer doing, um, is I will not clean, do uh, green to clean uh, pool cleanups uh, for non-service customers anymore. That was an exceptional um, uh, stream of revenue last year. It was great. We probably did, I don't know, 20 green pool cleanups, uh, varying difficulty, whether it was a drop in vac, full drain out, chemical, you know, we probably did about 20 to 30, yeah, maybe 20 to 30 if you, if you factor in the ones that we treated chemically. <laughs> but um, we will we will no longer be doing that. We will no longer be offering that service. And I've actually had to turn away quite a few uh, customers uh, because of new new potential customers because of that. And boy, I've had some serious pushback on that. But let me tell you why we are not doing that. We are not doing uh, one-off spot cleans anymore. We're not doing green to clean uh, anymore because the reality is is I can't tell you what the chlorine situation, the supply of chlorine is going to be in July and August. But if it's anything like last year, we need to keep our stockpile for our regular, uh, you know, regularly paying recurring revenue service customers, weekly service customers. I have to protect our supply for the people who are actually paying our bills, not the people who are looking for, you know, hey, can you just clean my pool once? And then, you know, they, they don't they don't take care of their pool. They maybe take care of it during the summer. And then they just let it go to absolute trash during the winter because they don't value it. And then during the spring, they just get somebody to come clean it up so they can enjoy it in the summer again. But they don't have any interest in, in paying us on a monthly basis. And that's fine. If that's you, that, that's your pool. You can do whatever you want. But you're definitely not going to be one of my customers at that point because the reality is, is I don't know if we're going to have, if, if we're going to make it. Nobody knows if, I mean, maybe some people do, but for me, I don't know if we're going to make it through the year. I don't. It's a gamble. I mean, I'm doing everything I can to prepare. I'm stockpiling chems. I'm, I'm, you know, keeping the pools as clean and, and in the best working shape possible. We're putting, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Min mineral, um, it, it's a pool. We're putting pool RXs into our pools that, that can handle pool RXs. Um, so to mitigate some of that algae from, a, you know, on a, on a more mineral uh, metal front, right? We're, we're doing everything we can to reduce the consumption of, of chemicals um, or the need for such high consumption of chemicals this year so that we could try to make it through without running out. There were about three to four days in a row last year where we just didn't have chlorine. We had to basically, we didn't have new chlorine. We had chlorine. There was never a point where we ran out all the way. 
but we had to get pretty, pretty, uh, we, we were using chlorine very sparingly and just kind of crossing our fingers. Um, and I can't be dumping, you know, pounds and pounds of shock into a pool that I'm not going to, I'm going to make money on once. And then, you know, who knows if we'll ever see him again. And yes, we make our money back. Yes, we make a great profit on those pools. You know, I charge quite a bit for green. Like if I'm draining a pool, first of all, I just don't want to do it. It's not really what we're doing, you know, and I do believe in the idea of staying laser focused on one thing and being the best at that one thing and just continuously improving on that one thing. As long as there's a good market fit, that's how I see us growing to a million dollar a year company. Um, so I want to stay laser focused and, and draining green pools is not that one thing. It's weekly service is that one thing I'm aiming to, to, to be really good at. Right. And so, uh, the, it doesn't fit the, the one-time cleans, the spot treatments, those don't really fit the model of weekly service. The reason why we did them was because we made a killing on them. Uh, you know, sometimes I'd make like 700 bucks profit on these things for like two days of work and hell yeah. I mean, uh, I, before I do that all day long, but the reality is, is if it's robbing from my weekly service customers, uh, chlorine supply, then that's a problem. And, uh, you know, last year it got really tight at, by the end of the summer, it was really hard to stay, keep my head above water, uh, from a chlorine supply, uh, standpoint. And so this year we're just not dicking around. You know, and the other aspect of it, it was a good lead generation. I would say about 30% of the green pools we did last year turned into weekly service customers, you know, with maybe an attrition, you know, some, some would churn, there'd be a little bit of attrition. Uh, but you know, I think we probably kept about 30%, uh, in total. And so, you know, it's a great lead generation for the weekly service, but it is not weekly service and 30% is not a high enough close ratio if you consider the risk factor. So yeah, so anyway, so we decided to stop uh, that service. We, we don't offer that. Completely ignored. Pardon me. Uh, my truck has a mind of its own. Uh, I need to actually go add some phosphate remover. I will be back to close this up. All right, phosphates removed. Not really. That's just the first application. We'll have to treat it over time. It's pretty bad. Um, anyway, so yes, we do not offer one time green and clean. The reason is because, like I said, we can't rob from our weekly service customers because that is the bread and butter of what we're doing. That is what our the people who pay the bills around here they're depending on us having chlorine. And so we're going to make sure we have it. And one benefit, um, and the, you know, here's, here's a, uh, a benefit of doing that. So yes, we're losing revenue, but what it does is it gives me something to tell our customers when we raise the rates to let them know, and, uh, you know, at least bring them in on, on the understanding or, or try to develop, uh, a bit better understanding or for them to develop a better understanding of the severity of this situation. Let them know that, hey, this is not a joke. This is not some like grab for cash. It's really not. I mean, if we were to raise our rates the way I'm planning on it, all we're gonna do is basically maintain the same level of income as we had last year with what today's, what, with what uh, today's dollar is worth, right? So, that's really all I'm doing. I'm just trying to maintain my status quo 
to survive, to survive what arguably is probably going to go down in history as one of the most insane times in this market and really across the, the, the entire economy. I mean, you, you can't shut down for two years. You know, you, you can't have a global pandemic where the world shuts down for two years with no ramifications, right? There's going to be stuff that happens. I mean, I'm a pool guy. I can't tell you what, uh, you know, all what is going to happen, but there's going to be consequences, to think that there's no consequences for stuff like uh, the stuff that's been going on in the world, it's, it's, it's absurd to me. So there's going to be consequences. So all I'm trying to do is try to be as stable uh, and uh, predictive or uh, predictive, not uh, uh, predictable and reliable as I can for the customers we have throughout this crazy time. And my, my bet Uh, The bet that I'm putting it all on is, you know, number one, that my wife and I can pull it off. Number two, that that's what's going to uh, keep our customers happy. Um, You know, we do need to raise our rates uh, for for quite a bit. I would say about 40% of our book of business needs to, it needs to happen for them. And then all new customers moving forwards, uh, we're using our new pricing model because it's just, we have to. Um, but for the existing customers, especially the ones in very dense, our, our most dense route uh, routed areas, um, my goal is to try to keep their rates as stable as I can. Uh, because also in those ra- those areas, we already did a massive rate increase last year. If we have to do it, we'll do it. But I'm I'm trying to keep as many people as possible while while also growing, while also you know maintaining enough money coming in for my wife and I to feed our kids and pay our mortgage. So so we will be um, using that on the letter. We'll be using the fact that we're no longer offering uh, spot treats, one-time cleans, green to cleans. We are closing down that section of our business in order to uh, ensure the the uh, supply of chlorine for our weekly service customers. Um, you know, the day-to-day operations have gone. You know, prices for the data, you know, costs for us, and all input costs have gone up again, and continue to do so. There's no there's no slowdown of this crazy these crazy increases in sight. Um, you know, so it's just, it's going to have to happen. But, um, so that's, that's one major, the, the two major kind of decisions, uh, I made this week. Uh, we're going to basically be, it's the 25th, I think today. So that for me is our, our, the bills are due today. You know, all of our, our weekly service customers, they, they now owe me the money today. So got to pay me. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have to track a bunch of them down again. Uh, we do every every month, but we've gotten pretty good at it. My wife is a ki- is is really good at at collecting uh, money from people. I suck at that. There there's nothing worse about being in business for yourself than having to actually go and collect money from people. I can't stand it. Um, that's why we work well together. She does. She's really good at the things I'm not really good at, and I'm really good at the things she's not really good at, and that's how it's worked. So. The other thing that's come my way. So we had, and if you've been listening uh, to this podcast for a while, you, you know, but if you if you have not, if this is your first podcast, hey, I'm Dave, welcome. Uh, but, you know, route acquisition has been part of the strategy for us, or my strategy for growth, whether that be, you know, 
cash buys, which it's 90% of it has not, uh, or, you know, seller financing or going and getting a loan and buying routes, um, which if we buy a route now in cash, it would be getting the loan. We would have done all three of those. We haven't done all three of those, but point is, is most of the route acquisition I've done is through seller financing. Um, I've now, this year we refinanced our house, took out some money and paid off all of the loans that we have to other pool guys so that we own our business free and clear. We still have two truck trucks that we owe money on, but I just figured those are such low, uh, you know, the amortization, we're already halfway through one of them. Um, not halfway, we're a third of the way through one of them. And I, you know, the payments are, are very reasonable. So I just figured just keep them. They're old beat up trucks. You never know when they're going to fail. And you know, I just kind of feel like we'll cross those bridges when we get there. But, um, you know, we're relatively debt free. And I, so I don't want to, um, I don't really want to go back into debt. We do have a little bit of cash, a little bit, not a lot, but we have enough to be dangerous. Um, and, uh, I was approached by a pool guy who's had enough. He spent the last two years, building his route slowly, trying to be as, you know, build it as dense as he can. Uh, but I think just the last summer really wore on him. He comes from a, a more corporate background, kind of like me. Um, but you know, he built up his route to about 30 something pools and him and his wife had a really, you know, had to kind of come to Jesus moment about it. And they decided that he's, you know, he decided that he's not really that happy being a business owner, which I can understand, you know, this is definitely not right for everyone. And, you know, I think he's, he's been in, through enough of these seasons, uh, to know that, you know, we're, we're getting close to the hard part. And so I think he's, he's eyeballing that and just kind of got to that point where he was ready to throw in the towel, which is, it's sad to see, but it's an opportunity, right? It's an opportunity that he approached me with. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, kick someone while they're down. I, I don't, I don't go out and talk to pool guys and say, Hey, can I buy your route? It, it's more of a, they just, those, those situations more happen. Uh, the one time I, I explicitly asked somebody, they said maybe, and then no. So he approached me. He let me know that he'd be willing to try to make a good deal. Um, and I said, I'm very interested. The problem is, is, you know, first of all, I don't, you know, whenever I buy a route at this point, I'm not going through a broker, which, you know, I want to be really clear. I'm not giving you advice to do it how I do it. I meet people. I get a good sense for them. I wait. Generally speaking, I know them over a long period of time, uh, a longer period of time. And I know, you know, to find out if they're, you know, good people, trustworthy, all that good stuff. Um, oh man, dangerous out in these streets right now. Uh, so, you know, I, I spend my time getting to know the people I do business with. And so when I do business with them, I know that there's a higher likelihood they're not going to fuck me over. Right. <laughs> that's, that's kind of where, what it really boils down to is I, I do my best to vet people as well as I can so that I don't get screwed. Um, so, I want to just be really clear when I talk about route acquisition and buying routes from other pool people. If it's your first time, I do recommend you go through a broker. I do recommend you pay that ridiculous uh, retail price of, I think in California, it's like 12 or 14 times the monthly. Uh, You'll never make your money back. I mean, you will. You'll make your money back after about three years. Um, But 
you got to understand that's what you're signing up for when you go through a broker. So I don't pay retail. I pay anywhere from four to five times for, for routes whenever I do buy them. Um, now these are, you know, again, for some of you out there, you might be listening to that. Maybe you're out there listening to that and thinking, oh, that's kind of high. And if, if that's the case, uh, teach me your ways, uh, please. <laughs> but uh, for most people, I think they'd probably hear that and, and think, wow, that's ridiculously cheap. Uh, I wish I could buy, you know, they, they would buy. Most pool guys, I think, would buy routes at, at, you know, those kinds of valuations. You just have to know people. You have to get out there. You have to market, you know, network with people and, and, and get to, you know, build relationships with people. And eventually these kinds of opportunities will, I, at least I would imagine they would start to pop up for you. But, uh, you know, so we, I, I, I don't want to say the exact numbers right now. I, I still get a little, I know I'm, I'm trying to keep this as anonymous as I can so I can keep, I can say the real numbers, but when things are, you know, kind of actively happening, um, I don't, I, I get a little nervous about that, but just understand uh, the, um, the rate, the, the multiple that I'm looking at is not quite retail, but it's definitely not quite in the ballpark of what I would consider a good deal worthwhile. Um, so I have to kind of work on that if I'm going to do it. I don't know if we're going to do it, but it is some, these accounts, you know, when we were talking about his route and what I, you know, what he's selling, these accounts are very, very high quality accounts. This is kind of a fire sale. And, and honestly, the, the, the way that he's describing the accounts, the way that he structures his business, two filter cleans are included with his full service and anything over that they have to pay, you know, all normal chemicals, chemicals are, 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 uh, covered, but you know, things like algicide, he, char- he charges for things like phosphate removal, he charges for. So more or less, he's running his full sir, at least his full service offering, which is the only offering he has. He's running it almost exactly like mine. Now, I don't know if he bills for, um, service calls. I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a few things that I don't know. I don't know how tight the route is, you know, geographically we do service his area, but we're only in that area one day a week. And so to take on, you know, 15 to 30 pools in that area would be quite a bit of a stretch. Um, I think what would have to happen is I would have to do the pools and I would have to break them up, uh, maybe do 10 pools a day or like, you know, somewhere between five and 10 pools a day and just spread it out throughout the week. And that's just like becomes my morning routine is I just go and bang out those pools really fast. Um, not really fast, you know, take my time and, and do a, a high, high quality job, obviously, but you know, just five pools is not going to take me that long. Um, so yeah, so that's an opportunity that's presented itself. And what's been really interesting about that is the timing. So I had a deal up in the air, um, back in February that fell through for about 25 pools. And that would have been, uh, now it would have been a better area, so I could have just offloaded that to the team. Um, but the it fell through number one. But number two, um, what it was going to do is it was going to get us up to that break-even number. They were priced pretty poorly. They, you know, they had a lot of things kind of not that great about it. But it would have gotten us to the break-even point. It would have made it so that you know we were all set from a team perspective, from a finance perspective, from all of that, um, but it fell through. And so I was sort of left in this spot where, you know, we had to just start growing um, to, to make ends meet. And we still are not cash flow positive. We are about 10 to 15 accounts away from cash flow positive. Well, sure enough, here we are. Um, and, and also we get to 190 customers and then boom, 
Uh, it's like this week I haven't had one qualified lead. All like this week is the first week of the year where I did. I literally got zero qualified leads. Lots of phone calls, lots of green to clean, um, you know, requests, but nobody who wanted monthly service. You know, people who want me to come out and clean their filter because they don't want to be bothered. And you know, it's just you know, it's not the right mindset uh, for what we're. It's not the right avatar. It's not our customer, so we don't we don't help them. Now, I always try to like give them a referral when they're calling me. You know, I figured uh, at least help maybe in some way get them set up with somebody I know who does good work. You know, maybe over time, if I do that enough, some percentage of those people will call, will remember, oh, that was the guy. He helped me out even though he didn't really do the thing I needed. He hooked it up and I was really happy with that. And then eventually they, they do cave and, and call us for service. But, you know, I don't know uh, if that'll really ever happen. But I try to help everybody who calls. If you call, I'm going to try to help you out. I, I mean, hell, I've, I've, I've had other pool guys call me. And like, I actually had one guy call me and he was pretending to want uh, a job posting, want the job that we had a posting for. Uh, and the, just the way he was at, like the questions he was asking me, uh, it was like, how many pools do you do? Like, did you buy your route? You know, do you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, are you a pool guy? And he was like, uh, uh, uh no. And I'm like, dude, if you're a pool guy, let me know. I'm happy to answer any questions you got. Uh, but you don't, you don't have to pretend like you're trying to be, uh, an applicant. And he was like, oh no, but maybe one day I would. So what about those questions? But you know, I'm I'm happy to help anybody. Um, that's you know, that's uh, the more people you help, the more successful you become, in, in my opinion. Uh, so, um, but not no qualified leads. So we got to 190, and I was like, yes, we're right there. We're we're picking up about three pools uh, a week. We've been doing that all year. Hell yes! And you know, three weeks we're gonna be at you know we'll, we'll be at 200. I'll get to put that feather in my cap. Like hell yes. 200 pools, baby. Then we'll raise the rate, probably lose a couple. But, you know, I was just excited to get to this 200 mark and then boom, we just, the growth just completely stopped. It came to a grinding halt uh, this week. You know, it's, it's week to week. So, you know, you never know. Uh, maybe I just get blown up this afternoon. Who knows? But yeah. Yeah. So um, the growth has been slow and that deal fell through. And so I've been, you know, every week that goes by that we don't grow is another week that I'm freaking out that, uh, you know, something's going wrong and that we're not going to be able to make that cash flow positive um, with the little runway we have. And so, you know, what's really interesting about this guy coming to me now, needing, wanting to close down his business, get back into the corporate world, um, you know, tired of being a, a business owner. What's interesting about this situation is I can help him and he could potentially help me. The problem is... And he's even said he'd be willing to do seller financing. Now, I really don't want to go into debt for customers anymore. Um, I, you know, I will if the deal is right. And I don't know if this is the right deal or not. Um, but I really want to avoid debt as much as I can because I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous about the economy. I'm nervous about a lot of the, the industry we've had just gangbusters. Uh, last couple of years, you know, absolute explosive growth, explosive repairs. Um, just, I mean, like week after week after week, month after month after month, like insane revenue. And, you know, that's great, but I don't, I don't know if I believe it that it's, you know, I don't, I don't think I believe that this is going to stay like this forever. 
especially as inflation keeps going up, prices keep going up, eventually we're going to hit that ceiling. Eventually we're going to get to that point where people are like, yeah, screw this. I'm not spending money on that. And I have a feeling that that's what we're going to see. We're going to see it. We're going to see growth this year, but we're going to slow it down. It's going to be normal growth. And then next year, I have a feeling it's going to shrink. Or what will happen is a lot of guys will go out of business this year and whoever sticks around and, and lasts and survives will gobble up the, the market share. I said this last year on my other podcast that I really want to potentially uh, link to or, or upload here. But um, I said this last year. I think what's going to like what we're seeing is a is the biggest land grab this industry has ever seen. And I know I'm a newcomer, but I, I do my homework. And, you know, there's two, two things at play here. Number one, the little guys are getting crushed. The supply chain issues have just absolutely slammed some of the pool guys. Like single polars who have had their routes for, you know, decades are all of a sudden they can't get their, their chlorine, not nearly at the same rate. They've had, you know, ridiculously low pricing because they're not necessarily doing this for like the business side. They're doing this because they know how to do it well and they make plenty of good money. Um, you know, those, there was a lot of guys that, that went under last year and I think there's going to be more this year. And so what's going to happen is twofold. The guys like me who will survive at all costs, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I don't want to be arrogant, but, uh, I'm, I'll put it to you this way. It's going to take a hell of a lot to take me out to make it so that the last two years of me putting everything into this is meaningless. It, you know, to take me out, you're going to have to really fucking take me out. I am going to make it past this. Uh, there is no way I let some supply chain issues fuck my business over. Uh, we might shrink, but we're not going anywhere. Um, and I think that's the, honestly, that's the kind of mindset you have to have to be able to survive this upcoming year. It's going to be nasty. And, um, I was actually on an Instagram live. Uh, I wasn't on, I was listening in on an Instagram live and, and there was a lot of pool professionals on that and they all were saying the same thing. It's going to be like 20, 30, 40% of the industry is just going to disappear this year. And I agree. I, I just, I don't see the guys who are um, not taking these things seriously. I don't see them surviving. I just don't. And honestly, like I'm kind of falling behind on my, my stockpiling purchases, um, which I need to get on next week. But, um, the people who don't take this seriously, they're going to get hit hard. And I don't think most of them will be able to survive it. it um, so, so that's, the condition, that's my prediction. We're going to see a massive, uh, uh, amount of businesses failing. But what that's going to do is all of those customers are going to need to go somewhere because I don't think the customers are going to stop paying. I think what's going to happen is businesses are just going to go under cause they can't get stuff. Um, and those customers need to go somewhere. And so I'm going to gobble up, you know, companies like mine, we're going to gobble up as much of that market share as we possibly can. And then there's also the really big money coming in, the, the venture capitalist firms coming in to the market like never before. They got, you know, the really big guys that are, are doing consolidation plays like National Pool Partners and, uh, you know, venture capital groups that are, you know, forming up, you know, strike teams to research, learn about the industry and just start buying up companies. So, you know, uh, those guys are going to buy up these failing companies, hope probably flip them, you know, turn them around, raise rates for the existing customer base, raise the rates like crazy, and then just start swallowing up, you know, market share. Uh, it probably bigger and faster than what I can do, but I'll do the best I can. Um, and I think I can, I think I, you know, I've been around for long enough and I've established my company's name, uh, and brand well enough to at least take a, a fair chunk of that. But this is a land grab. This is a year where, 
the survival of, of the fittest, number one. And then number two, the fittest that do survive, they are going to become monsters. And I think this is the year that we see um, companies as small as mine, 190 customers, go from 190 customers to 600 customers in one year. You know, I don't make these goals. Uh, I'm not pulling these numbers out of my out of my ass. I'm taking the trajectory that I had last year uh, with the budget and mar- you know add the, the the cost of acquisition that we had last year and the marketing budget that I had last year uh, and you know basically mapping that to the new budget I have this year, which is larger. Um, you know, with the with the new brand recognition that I have this year, which is much higher. I've been marketing all year. I never turned off my ads. I turned off my ads in August at one point because I couldn't find. I, I we we had too many customers and I, and not enough employees, and I hadn't figured that part out yet. So I did have to stop my ads for about one month, and then I finally found somebody, and boom, we turned the ads right back on and started growing. So uh, in the last uh, twelve months, I've had my uh, ads running uh, eleven of those months, and so you know. Plus, my trucks are all over town. People see them. Uh, you know, they see our uniforms. They stand out. Um, you know, so we're we're getting there, and I think we're gonna have. Uh, I'm I'm shooting for a banner year. I'm shooting for, you know, anywhere from five to six hundred customers. Eight hundred thousand is my end goal for for uh, just the bottom line revenue, um, gross revenue. I think it's called or net revenue. Gross, gross. Yeah, gross revenue. Um, you know, I'll be happy with five hundred thousand gross revenue <laughs> roughly 61 62,000 or not 61 uh, uh, roughly uh, 41 42,000 uh, recurring revenue MRR so um, monthly recurring revenue uh, that's the goal um, you know that's the first goal and then after that it's you know how big can we get this before the end of the year um, that's why I spent all winter just prepping the systems, pre- getting us a, a spot to park the trucks so that when the season, the growth season really heats up and really takes off and I'm doing sales calls all the time, uh, it will be plug and play. Just grab this new customer, put them on the route, the team handles it. Grab this new customer, put them on the route, team handles it. You know, do service calls, take care of the customers we have, but I'm not necessarily cleaning the pools. Uh, my job will be much more about sales and uh, retention. Uh, sales, retention, and recruiting. That's that's what I'm hoping for by the end of this year is that's all I'm doing. Sales, retention, recruiting, and repairs. You know, minor repairs. But a, a lot of my repairs can be handled by my team now, which is great. Uh, so... So yeah, so that's that's the state of the, the the market that I see. That's that's where we're headed. I think it's going to be an insane year. I think it's going to be really hard. Uh, it's already been really hard. I got kind of fried uh, a couple weeks ago. I'm still a little fried, but I will I will be fine. I don't you know. It's kind of one of those things where it's like I, I kind of can't afford to care. It's just it is what it is. We're gonna just have to grind through it uh, to get to where I want to go, uh, which is a very stable very well-established, almost million-dollar-a-year business that, you know, and, and my hope for doing this this year, uh, you know, my hope for grinding uh, my body and my mind into a pudding <laughs> uh, just by working myself near to death this year is that next year the growth will come, but we won't have to work so hard. And my wife and I can actually pay ourselves some money for once instead of just being like, ah, can we hit, can we make the mortgage this this month? Uh, no, we're going to have to carry a massive amount of credit card debt to be able to make the mortgage. You know, I, I, I want to, for once, you know, get after three years in, by the end of this year, we'll be at three years in, 
Uh, I really want to be able to just be able to pay my goddamn mortgage and not have credit card debt every month. Um, you know, not eat beans and rice, not, you know, just live a more normal life, spend more time with my kids. So next year, my idea, my, my ideal, like if my plan works, if I work and everything, you know, uh, if I do everything right, I show up every day and the wind blows the right direction and we hit that 800,000 or anywhere close, you know, anywhere between 600 to 800,000 a year, next year, we can kind of pump the brakes. And what we'll do next year is we'll pump the brakes. We will uh, uh, really work on the efficiency um, of the of the company uh, in regards to dollars spent. Um, we'll try to lower, you know, lower costs, uh, run more efficiently, um, spend more time with my kids. That's the main one. I just really want to spend more time with my kids and my wife. Um, you know, we'll have a team at that point because the only way you get there is you have a team. So we'll have a team at that point that will have a lot of the little responsibilities that my wife and I are sharing be handled by our team and we'll be able to actually start steering the ship. We'll actually be able to start, you know, um, it'll, it'll, the thing will be a machine at that point. It's not that we won't be able, we won't have to work. We'll still have to work, but what we'll, what we'll be working on will be far more impactful, uh, with far less, at least physical grinding effort, right? It'll still be hard and, and we'll still have challenges and I'll still be working like a, you know, a lot. Uh, but I'll have more flexibility to be able to see my kids when I want to see my kids. I'll have more flexibility to take an actual day off. You know, my hope is by uh, building the business that I want this year, next year, I can actually go on a real vacation, like a real one. And I haven't done that in about five years. Um, no, not five. We did uh, four years, four and a half years it's been since we had our, my wife and I had our last vacation. And then before that, it was about, I don't know, three, four years before that when we got married. So for our honeymoon. So we've had, you know, my wife and I are really serious about making um, this business and just really our careers. We've always been very uh, career focused, very, um, you know, financially driven to just obtain a level of freedom through personal finance. Um, I've been really focused on that for almost a decade now. And you know, we've sacrificed a lot to get to, to get here. And I would really like next year to be the year that we can start taking like real vacations with our kids, go on a camping trip, go down to the beach, you know, go on a beach trip, um, you know, see our families more, that, that sort of thing. And so that's why I'm grinding so hard is because I can taste it. I'm so close. I can taste it. We're so close to, you know, we're, we're so close to what I've been trying to get to for so long. Um, and it, we're not done. It's not like we're done next year, but what we can do is we can just pump the brakes a little bit and live, as, I mean, honestly, just a slightly more normal life, you know? One that is not where I don't wake up. As soon as I wake up, I'm on emails. I'm on customer service stuff, you know, at you know, 5, 5.30 in the morning uh, to the point where I'm, you know, passing out at 10 o'clock at night, strategizing, going over the numbers, making sure I'm... I'm you know, I'm doing all the right stuff. Like I, I would like to have a normal life eventually. Right now I do love obsession, uh, obsessing over this. I do, this is a passion. Um, but you know, 
it takes a lot of discipline to, to keep this pace up. And uh, I'm really hopeful that by working as hard as we can this year, that next year we can actually kind of dial it back for my own sanity, my wife's sanity, and all that good stuff. But anyway, I think I'm kind of just droning on at this point. It's Friday. Uh, I'm dreaming big. We're going to go after that $800,000 a year uh, revenue marker. We're going to have, and what it really is, is we're going to have the team uh, enough money to buy the team, not buy the team like we buy people, but you know, enough money to be able to pay for a team of people that can handle the level of work that my wife and I have been putting ourselves through for the last two years and some change. And three years in, by the end of this, when we hit these markers and we hit these milestones, uh, it, it's going to be real nice. And uh, so, yeah, I'm dreaming big this Friday. Happy Friday. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.